Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Barniston, he is the Pyramid. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna And his partner, Fader Top End of Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. Yes, it's your wrestling podcast. We are back, and uh, I mean wrestling is with that wrestling's what it's all about, and it. We don't care about football in this podcast. What we care about is wrestling. Football is irrelevant. Um, football is just daft, isn't it? Football is daft. I would say wrestling is the real deal. Wrestling's what it's all about. Grado, let's keep it to wrestling this week. Um, how about the wrestling? Are you enjoying the wrestling, Grado, <laughs> my man, Grado? <laughs> well, Rab, um, I let's. I'm going to talk about football, even though I'm sitting here absolutely biffing out, looking up COVID passports and flights and all the rest of it. I'm going to take my mind off that, so I don't want to talk about the football anyway, Rob. I want to talk about professional wrestling. Well, let's say this. Let's give a shout out to all our listeners. I'm, I'm imagining we've got plenty of listeners who are Rangers supporters, so uh, have a good time out in Seville if you're heading out. I remember myself heading out See Selick playing in that final. Um, did you go to Seville? I did. No, you never. I did. No, you never. I did. I did. Stayed you in think Madrid you went to Seville, Stayed in Madrid for a week before. Were you, were you one of the million people that went there? Uh, according to you, like, oh, there was millions of people there. Seville no, there was like two million. There was at least two million there. Yeah. Um, but I, I was in Madrid for a week, and then I was in Seville for that. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. By the way, I have never been anywhere more roasting in my life. It was roasting. You seriously went to Seville? Aye. Went to Seville, watched the game. You you had the game? Slept in the train station at night, waiting for the train in the morning, back to Madrid. Um, Who'd you go with? I went with my ex at the time. Um, And we went, we just just went, aye. We just went. My big brother went as well, but he didn't have a ticket for the game. So he just watched outside in the big screens. And uh, we get beat. I think they just could win it. I think Rangers could win it as well, but let's keep it to the wrestling. But anyway, to, to all the Rangers fans who they listen to this podcast, best of luck. Try and fucking behave yourselves out there, for fuck's sake. Uh, try and behave yourselves, for fuck's sake. No, but I must be cracking. Grado, you're going to love that. Um, when you go there, that'd be great fun. Uh, raise a drink for Rab Florence when you're there having fun in Seville. And just remember to hydrate, take loads of water because it's roasting. Uh, um, wrestling, wrestling. Mm-hmm. What, what's, uh, what's been going on? Grado, you've got a lot to tell us about your weekend. Um, that's what I'm going to be wanting to talk about. 
Will we talk about it in the new? No, Aye. I think we're going to do this. Remember, we're talking about this because we're going to do this in a shoot interview st- uh, style because there's Absolutely. a lot to talk about. I, f- I forget to honour. I forget yeah, to well, we'll, we'll get into it later on when we get to the running because you are this week's running, Grado. So, oh, Rabs will do the shoot interview on you. We're going to talk about the love of wrestling and we're going to talk about your return to ICW as well. Well, you maybe. Grado's Sorry. family wrestling bash, for example. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's tomorrow, I know. A couple, couple of tickets left, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a book uh, Listen, mate, you, see you, you are officially now the worst person to get a hoddy. I always feel, you make me feel good about myself. Grado, you have never contacted me about this, ever. <laughs> no, but I've, I've tried to contact you for other stuff and I just can't get a hold of you. When? So just so there's no point in even contacting you. When? What, what do you want to do? <laughs> Nothing, man, but I want to do something in the next one. And right. the next one's too late now. What can I do now? I'm not even in ring shape. Okay, you might referee remember it. I've said that already. Right, I'm well, you might not be able to remember what happened at For the Love of Wrestling, right? But I'll tell you somebody who does remember what happened at it. Right. One of your listeners, Jim. Jim says, can I put our Grado big time? Met him on the Saturday at For the Love of Wrestling. My two kids and I are massive Grado marks. And all the people we were meeting, my boys are most excited to meet your man. He listened to our pish, made my boys feel like absolute champions. My wee boy also loved that he noticed him wearing his Grado hat in the queue to get her photos taken and spoke about it all day, Saturday and Sunday morning. Also kept him up to date with the Rangers game and told him about how Rab, John and Grado were the soundtrack to my going out from my couch to 5k and my five stone weight loss. Amazing, Jim. So a massive thank you to him and of course to all you for the podcast. Keep up the great work. How about that? He was a lovely person and his boys were brand new as well so i shout out to jim and he really is a big listener of the podcast so i lovely to meet you big man it was great it was a uh, it was nice for uh some somebody to recognize me you know what i mean you know there was a there was a couple of people came to see the musical by the way who would say to me catch me after it or whatever and say hi they listen to the podcast that's cool yeah, nice isn't it that's nice man that's nice by the way um everything all good wrapped up well a all good, wrapped up well in inverness um inverness Beautiful place, by the way. Fastest growing city in Europe. There was nothing like what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I expected it to be. A wee kind of tune kind of place. You know what I mean? Aye. A lot of these wee tunes kind of can be a wee bit kind of tired and hang me, but no, but this one, beautiful restaurants, um, beautiful people, really nice, friendly people. And the nightlife was cracking, loads of cracking pubs and clubs and all that kind of stuff. It was like Socky Hall Street, by the way. It was like did you, did the way Socky Hall Street used to be. Did you find anything about the Nairn murder that happened in 2004? John, are you aware of that? No. Oh, this is, this is meant such a mental aye, story. But Grado, oh, coming, Grado. coming back, by the way. But Grado, I went to Nairn. You, to, to go to that woman's door? <laughs> what? No, what, I went to you... Nairn Beach. I went to Nairn, me, well, me and Jen and the Waynes, and Jen's da, we all went to Nairn Beach. Great well, day there. Tell me about Nairn. No, it's the, the fast, you don't remember the story about the banker? In 2004, I think it was the end of November 2004, somebody came to his door, haunted him an envelope with a letter P on it. He came up the stairs to his missus and says, I've just been haunting this envelope. We had to go back and see who that was. Went down the stairs to get shot on his doorstep. He was an Ayrshire fella. It's never been... It's never, 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 had never arrested any, not one person. However, there's been an update. You read this, John? Oh, I, was, I, I think this is, this is mental. Did you, well, have you, have was, you there a, the, was there a podcast about us? Yes, The Doorstep Murder by... Oh my God, aye. Fiona... Uh, Radio Scotland, Radio, there was a BBC, Radio Scotland, Radio Scotland. Aye. 
Aye, so, but they, 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 they never really go anywhere further, but apparently the story is new. I don't want to get myself into a litigational scenario, uh, scenario here. However, um, the story is, well, apparently it's got something to do with the hotel across the road. I'm saying this is just apparently, according to news tabloids, there was apparently a falling out or... Um, decking. Decking. Decking getting laid down. Apparently it was a bit of fault to do with decking, but surely... To Christ, that's no been no day. Aye, it's a very, very interesting situation. I can't believe you were up there and you never kind of... That was yeah, it. I've been on Google Maps and everything, mate. I've been walking the steps and all that. But have you, you, did you go into the decking grade on Google Maps? Because you see the decking, they look all right. Well, you can you can look at when the... the you can look at Google Maps in 2008, then you can look at it in 2009, and it's, uh, you know, the, the decking's there, and it's very, very interesting, man. It's a very, very, very... Yeah, yeah, because the police, scenario, have, yeah. the police have reopened it basically. I'm reading now, I'm going to read the BBC because we know that'll be fine to read. Uh, police said they'd uh, detectives investigating the murder of the father of two almost eight years, years ago believe that a planning dispute was the likely motive. Police said he had objected to a large decking area outside the hotel opposite his house, uh, and Mr. Wilson said the decking was a cause of noise and litter problems. Detectives travelled to Canada in March this year to interview someone they have described as a key witness regarding the planning app. Application. They have now Aye. confirmed the witness was the former landlord of the Havelock Hotel. Now but lives. Tuesday, now you say now, now now lives in Canada. Yeah, but on Tuesday we're keen to make it clear he was not a suspect in the case. Mm. Mm. As it's really weird that one. Do you remember that happening? Sure, in that podcast, somebody phoned up the BBC. Somebody came all about it. They phoned uh, John. What do you call the big rugby fella? Oh, oh uh, John Beatty. John Beatty. Aye, he was involved in it. <laughs> Hold on, can we just state right now that John Beatty was not involved in the murder of this guy in there? He was, aye, but he was contacted by somebody with some uh, surveillance uh, intelligence. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, that was absolutely mad, isn't it? Welcome uh, to Wrestling Daft. You're listening to Wrestling Daft, the world's premier wrestling podcast. Um, now, gender reveal parties, by the way, are now a thing. Do you know that? Mm-hmm. So thanks to Draft Hash and Gavin Wilson of Pointers in Direction of One, which incorporates wrestling, wrestling-themed gender reveal party. Let's have a look at this. Did you do a gender reveal party, Grado? Oh, by the way, I get, I get the piss ten right at me for that. I remember one day I was doing that kilt walk and my brother contacted me. It was the day I had been drinking the night before and he went, by the way, man, I've heard something about you last night. I'm fucking, I'm, abs- I'm absolutely raging at you. I can't believe you've done this. I'm walking, I'm biffing out, going, what did I do last night, man? What did I done? And I phoned him right away. I went, what are you talking about? What have I done? What have I done? He went, a fucking gender reveal party. A fucking gender reveal party. Where the fuck is that? <laughs> right, we well, should have done it this way. Here we go. Pink, they're fighting each other. Uh, um, the, so obviously, it's like whoever wins is going to be the that's going to be the, the gender of the baby, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going for it. Look at everybody. One, two. One, two. Oh, it's not streaming very oh, well. It's not streaming very well. Oh, no, it kicks it too. Fucking booking full season, never a gender reveal party. Was that a, was that a kick out there? Aye, that was a kick out. So, and but that's quite a good way of doing it, actually. Uh, it's it's actually falls, cool. not it. Aye. There so we go. Should, oh, there we go. Bottom one, two. I can't. I think that's pretty cool. Aye. Let's pause the game. Oh, oh, no, no, no. Oh, and then the big blue. 
Yeah. Blue um, streamers and what have you. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? That is nice, man. Did you do the gender reveal party? For me? Nah. I, I can. Would you? I can. I, I, I suppose I can admit it. I'd admit it now because my gender reveal party was in June, but um, I looked at the envelope. <laughs> Can I get it straight? Right? I didn't realise this, right? So you don't, right? Who right, planned John's, this? John's needing smartened up here. About, I mean, uh, smartened up in gender reveal, right? Because this was before we had Wayne's not, right? So do you and Stephanie say know the sex and you're revealing to everyone, or do you guys not know what the sex is, but someone else has got the envelope right. and had to go and organise it? What the day is, right? You go for your scan. And they say, do you want to know? And you go, no, because we're having a gender reveal. So they go, right. I'll just put it in a wee envelope. And then you hand the envelope wow. to say if you're doing it, you know, you're doing a balloon gimmick, right? So you hand it to the balloon woman. And the no woman way, goes, I didn't know it was. Right, right, so oh, really? This is yeah, proper pro wrestling shit. It is, right? So, you know, it was like two days before it. And I was like, nah, get around. <laughs> Did you both know? Did you both know? I don't want to put I don't want to put Stephanie under the bus. I don't want to see if she said that or no, but I remember that. My total is wrestling because clearly it's a total fucking work though, on you. <laughs> yeah, but see if you actually because I remember just look because remember see at the time right, I, I put my hand in my heart. I'll be honest, I didn't think I was going to have a wee lass. You, you just automatically think I'm having a wee boy. Oh, I can take him to the fit, but he's going to be a wrestler and blah blah blah. blah or a shite. And I opened up the envelope and I was like, yeah, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I took it really bad. It's pathetic now, but I really took it bad, man. I was, I was, I was greeting. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to ask you. And then, you know, you people, <laughs> obviously when I think about it now, I can tell you that comfortably now because now I, I, I couldn't imagine having a wee boy. I just, right. like, having a wee yeah. lassie to me is the best thing in the world. I genuinely, I'm saying that, I could... I, I generally don't want a boy. I want uh, having a wee lassie, a wee princess, all the rest of it, which everybody told me about, and I went, mm-hmm. fuck, that's a lot of shite. He's a talking shite. It's amazing. Go, go I, have, I have a question, a further question to this. So you and Stephanie both knew the sex of the baby, yeah? Right. I hope none of my family listened to this, like, but, I... but Yeah, you did. So obviously you're an actor, you appear on our TV screens and what have you. Stephanie, not an actor, you know. So obviously you could work it, you know, being a wrestler, you oh. could work the audience. But that, how did Stephanie react when the gender reveal did? She go, oh my God, oh my God. No, so here's a crack. This is what's, I don't know if it, whether it worked out better or no, but it was the worst acting performance ever. Because remember, at the time, as soon as the, the balloon was popped in my head, I was getting down on my knees to propose. Oh, so you were, yes. So in my mind, I totally forgot about, right, I'll need to sell this, I'll need to sell this reaction, because the nerves were all... You were thinking about the next bit. I was thinking about the next bit. So if you watch the video, right, the balloon gets popped, and I literally just go, look at it. And then go down. I don't have any reaction to it whatsoever. And I just go down and I do that greedy face, you know, that greedy face you do like like at school when the teacher was shouting at you, know, that kind of fucking you look for that, right? I was that nervous, I just went go down and went, you marry me. <laughs> and I couldn't do matter what I could do with that fucking myth. I just couldn't stop pulling that greedy face. I was like, you bastard, I can't stop reading you. <laughs> So if you watch the video back, man, the biggest no sell of the balloon pop you'll ever see in your life because I'm concentrating on the... And then folk at the end, they're going, then you're having a girl! And I'm like, oh, I saw. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. This is what it's all about. This is what I miss, man. When I, when I don't do this podcast, this know, is man. what it's all about. Pull your finger out your ass, man. 
Percy Sledgehammer says, please find attached a picture of AEW Sensation Hook signed by myself, oh. Percy Sledgehammer, and also fraudulently signed by Brian Nobbs with reference to his gaping ring piece as brought to your attention by Grado Wrestling on last week's show. What the hell? I can't find... I, where have I put this? I did see the picture. He had a picture yeah, of Hook. He did put a picture of Hook. I think he got Brian Nobbs to write something about his arse in the autograph. Yes, he did. He did. Percy Sledgehammer, yeah. after we talked about Brian Nobbs' knob and the fact he has a micro-penis, mm-hmm. um, and you then said... You then Googled a picture of his arsehole, Grado. Well, no, I, I tried to find the picture of his arse. But he says fraudulently signed by Brian Nobbs here, so it's not actually Brian Nobbs that signed it. Oh. No, it... Oh, really? Fraudulently said? Oh, I thought he maybe was at... So this guy has just got a picture and he's just fucking signed it. He's, he's happy his head. It's a bit weird, isn't it? This is your listeners, man. He's happy his head. <laughs> Talking to the National Theatre of Scotland being like wrestling, Ryan has asked if going method is the equivalent of working yourself into a shoot. That's quite interesting, that. Like uh, like your man Jared Leto, like him. The way he is, the way he gets when he's doing, when he's doing things, working himself into a shoot. Um, what do you I, mean? Well, Jared Leto, he's he like when he's playing a Joker and all that. Oh, he stays in character for the film, and, and he and he kind of acts like like a he acts like the Joker. Like Jim Carrey when he done Andy Kaufman. Oi, that kind of stuff. You know that? Who me? Oh, no, that's a it's lot. I've heard, Just come I, I heard, and say your lines and fuck off, man. That's, that's it. My... On the on the stage, say your line and fuck off. And who 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 taught you that? But who taught me that? Because I remember Bob, Bob always telling me when he, he used to do uh, uh, pantos with, with um, Jim Davidson. Right, right. And he would, and you know, you would spend years doing pantomimes directed by folk that would be like, right, can you do that again except do like this and maybe walk around gee, gee, complete stage directions, like very, very detailed stuff. But Jim Davidson, was, his advice was, get on the stage, say your line and fuck off. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's surprising to me that a guy like Jim Davidson would would apply so little um, craft. Go on the stage, say your line and fuck off. Basically, what I'm saying to Jared Leto here is a fucking good night, Jared Leto and Jabroni Marks for a life that don't know it's a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot, Marks. It's basically what I'm saying. Um, now, last week we were talking about Jesse Ray, and well, last episode, talking about Jesse oh, Ray man. and friend of the show and singer extraordinaire Toby Michaels got back in touch and says when Grado was performing at Belladrum Festival, Jesse Ray was also performing at the same time. Mm. I had to lug his big bastard ass all through the festival grounds, says Toby. He says he's sure Grado was too focused on trying to get him backstage to meet Tom Jones though. That's right. So he didn't notice. The great Jesse Ray man, we should try and interview him or something. Um, Mr. Ian says the the Rokutain chat Rokutain Racketing, racketing chat took me back 20 years to my last week of high school where the dry lips, bloodshot eyes made the deputy head of my school accuse me of boozing. When I my tiny bottle of hair and brew when I just wanted to know have a sore face, wouldn't wish it in my work in the Racketing, by the way, is for acne. That's right, isn't it, Grado? Uh, it says it's the worst, but the best. Medication for acne ever, man. That's fucking funny, man. I accused him of boozing. Oh, it um, does. I mean, it rips your lips to shreds, mate. I do. If, if, if any listeners of the show that are Wayne's are going through a wee bit of an issue with their acne and stuff like that, then go down to the doctor and try and see if we can prescribe that. It's a rough couple of weeks, but it does get rid of it. And I've got perfect skin now, you know. You do have lovely skin. I'm always going to that. Yeah, you definitely skin. Jiggly flags up a video which is blown up on TikTok involving Grado's theme, Like a Prayer. What is this? 
What age were you when you realized that this song was about a DJ? Oh, I thought people were sending me footage of um, Woody Cryer. She's done a cover of like a prune that's superb. Oh, right. No, I, this is happening. I did not realise that Like a Prayer was about blowjobs. Oh, sorry. I'm getting totally mixed up. But no, I've always kind of heard that early years now. I didn't know that. I had Down no on my idea. knees, so I want to take you there. I don't know how real that, that is. It? Um, I don't, I have, I've never thought it was a bit of blowjob. Oh, I've heard that years ago. No, I thought everybody knew that. Uh, when you come in, it's like a prayer. I'm down on my knees. I want to take you there in a minute where I can feel your power. So, I mean, really... Uh, I mean, obviously, there's a wee bit of playful wordplay there, but I, I don't think it's a... I wouldn't actually say it's about a blowjob. To me, the only thing I can think is she's done her knees, but she, she's done her knees to pray, no? Well, that's the thing. It's what kind of what's both ways. Oh, right. well, to be fair, it's say, well, this, this is coming from Smooth Radio. I don't know if this is, you know, because they have maybe cleaned it up, but it says... Uh, what? Who wrote like a prayer? What inspired the song? Madonna had not recorded music. What was it about? How was the song written? Yeah, it's apparently some uh, somebody's love for God. That's what uh, they're saying. It's like one of the ones, like uh, you know, the guy for Keenan and Kel died in a speedboat accident, and it? it's like Aye. they kind of fucking just an urban myth. Uh, always, I don't know. It was always someone dying, wasn't it? It's primary school. Somebody Oh, Steve-O, too unlimited. I remember saying oh, too unlimited have been killed in a car crash. They're both dead. <laughs> the, 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 this guy, this guy's when they're though, both dead. This guy's basically built that this being about a blowjob just around Sunday going down on their knees. That's that's basically all there is in the lyrics. It's about getting blowjob, which would mean like every fucking guy that's a plumber that's came around my house to fix my toilet pan who goes down on his knees every day all day, getting blowjobs, and they'll know. They're no game blowjobs. They fucking get paid as much. They, they fucking should be game blowjobs. I'll tell you that much. They should be fucking game blowjobs. See, to be honest with you. And let's, let's kind of delve through the celestial realm, but how many times have we actually got fellatio when the person's on their knees? It's not that often, is it? It's true. Depends what you're into. <laughs> you know what I mean? Depends how you like it, mate. I mean, if I'm being honest, like that, um, ah, this is maybe not what position are you normally in when you're getting a blowjob? But I just remember the, the, the first time. <laughs> if you've ever had one. <laughs> is the remember... position you're normally in when you're getting a blowjob double door at the waist? <laughs> you're getting yourself one. <laughs> it's just like a kind of that. Clark, <laughs> you're those lying back nicely here. You're a fucking big, big, big in that chair, in that chair, in that gaming chair. <laughs> hey, let's move on. Oh, we better move on, man. John Mitchell says, the bash tomorrow, two p.m." <laughs> John Mitchell says, "Catching up on the show for a few weeks ago, when we were talking about incorporating wrestling pay per views into normal sport." He said, "The idea of a money in the bank." <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. He says the idea of a Money in the Bank League Cup winners would be amazing. Imagine Celtic beat Hearts in a well-fought match at Parkhead and Tina Turner just starts playing on the PA. Brad <laughs> <laughs> missed this episode. Dragon, Dragon Bobby Madden, we on be the scruff of the neck. Hands on the briefcase while Callum McGregor's cramping up. Jason for Madden to blow his whistle to kick a game off. That's box office. Uh, Magdow also did a wee Photoshop uh, and it's a wee, a wee tweet here, a wee photo of Alan McCoyst with his money in the bank, uh, 
case with 10 points on it. You thought Helicopter Sunday was great, just waiting to one minutes away for losing the title this season when, what's that, Super Allen, he's cashing in the 10 points, he got deducted in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. These Rangers fans are full of beans this week, isn't they? They're full oh, of beans. Man. Did Once, you see Ali at full time last night? Did you see Ali last night? No, I didn't see. Oh, it's brilliant, man. It's funny. What was he doing? Was he, he just was doing all that and dancing? He was like obviously doing live feeds, but the players were shouting up to him at the same time, going, Ali, Ali. He was turning around and going, Yes, come on, come on. Okay. <laughs> it's a, a good, I mean, they must have been out there motivated as well with what happened with Jimmy Bell and stuff like that. Oh, um, I was fucking laughing, by the way. I was just, excuse me, I'm on back on football again, but. You know, you always see these like Celtic fans going down and laying tributes and all that at Ibrooks with the Celtic caption and stuff. You know what I mean? And they're putting and it's nice. It's like because I saw on Facebook there was a wee thread and guy, you know, guy a forty a, a boy doing Celtic tapo and that and leaving a wee memorial and hang that for Jimmy Bell and it's nice and I respect it. And obviously, as human beings, we should do that stuff. But I always just think to myself, fucking Jimmy Bell, <laughs> isn't he fucking bothered about you coming down? And do you know what I mean? It's like I get it. <laughs> Jimmy Bell's the fucking last guy that's bothered about this fucking boy coming down and leaving a tribute to him. You know what I mean? Seriously, he's wanting a load of fucking bears doing their paying tribute to him. No, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Is, but this is why you love guys like Jimmy Bell, right? Because it's fucking, is that how we talk about all the time, Gredo? Just be fucking honest about aye, aye. who you love and who what you it's hate. all about. Mm-hmm. Like, none of this. Why, I know why I mean. we should be proud of the rival, the, the rivalry, how we can really, you know, the way it is out here, it's all, oh, you can't say this and you can't say that in terms of, oh no, you might split your audience and stuff. I wish we could, everybody would just be real. Aye, but see that, that guy, man, that's like, uh, Jimmy Bell's like a motivating factor in it for the for the whole fucking club to do this, because that guy, that guy's been fucking there, man, he's mm-hmm. been there through all your- Drove the buses, drove the buses, done the cats, was always, you know, every every single game. And I think you could see with the the way the players have reacted as well, Rab, really, really good. You can tell he was like an old uncle to them all, an old papa. Totally, and 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 that's the thing. It's like, you know, managers come and go, players come and go, they kiss the badge for a while and they leave and all that, right? But that guy for fucking decades was in there fucking hanging up their shirts. You know what I mean? You don't... Um, (laughs) You don't, you don't make them like. What is it they say? You don't make them. <coughs> you don't. Make, fuck. Do you know what I mean? Broke a mold. Aye. That what you're saying? They broke a mold. Somebody was it? Somebody wrote on Twitter. Um, this guy replying to uh, Y N A. No, was it Y N W A T P with the with the green love heart and the blue love heart? And somebody wrote, "Never write that again." <laughs> <laughs> in any circumstance. Right. Listen. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that, no, no fucking that football wrestling related stuff get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email is at WrestlingDaft at gmail.com Woo! When I'm performing on a stage in a uh, musical you need to be well groomed when, you're, oh, in you a hit, when you're in a hit musical mate right four stars five stars reviews fire mm-hmm. everywhere you need to be well groomed see when I like to have a shave mate I like to use Harry's shaving stuff can I tell you something right here now Mm-hmm. How cleanly shaved am I? Oh, you you look very cleanly shaved, actually. Here's a crack. I packed two razors. I packed one Harry's and one non-Harry's uh, item. And yesterday morning I went up, and I have to admit, my Harry's one was a wee bit more dirty, right? Because I'd used it before. There was a fresh other one. And I started using the fresh other one. I thought, you know what? I'm not getting as clean a shave as what I did with Harry's. I swear to God, I'm not just saying this, but I wasn't. So I binned the other one, 
and start it from scratch and I used Harry's and I used that ergonomic rotatory blade and I'm looking absolutely to die for. And I'd swear, and this is the truth as well, when I was away on tour and I was in the dressing room and I was talking to some of the boys, I was I was telling them they were talking about shaving and stuff like that, talking about do you use foam, do you know use foam? And I say, see that fucking Harry's shaving foam. Mm. See that shaving foam. It's one of the best shaving foams I've ever. Were you having to shave for um, the show every day? Just here, just kind of keep on tap a wee bit. No, like Aye. clean shave, but keep on, keep it tidied up. You know what Aye. I mean? Um, it's had to do that. Uh, Harry's way more than a super sharp razor company, though. They're revamping the whole routine for you. Close shaves, flake-free hair, clear, healthy skin. Harry's helped me feel good. And right now, we're offering a free travel-size shower gel with a trial set, so you can try them for yourself. So you can get your trial set off us. Well, off them, but through us. Mm-hmm. Through us. Expertly engineered weighted handle. One five blade cartridge, crafted by artisans by the way, German factory, precision trimmer, a handy foam and shave gel, that's the one we've been talking about for effective lubrication, travel blade cover for life's adventures and a free shower gel, a free shower gel in the mix. Um, so I, we, I mean, we can, can't praise them enough, we keep getting sent them, we keep using them, our skin's looking great, there's no need for any acne medication anymore. With Grado, um, look at that skin, and that's how he looks after it using Harry's stuff. Um, they can be added to your shave plans easily. Cleansing and exfoliating before you shave remembers increases the chance of cleaner results. And Harry's products are formulated with 0% sulfates, parabens, or dyes, and are alcohol free. So, nothing for you to worry about in there. And you can't be fucking tanning it either, man. If you're in the taste, if you're a recovering alky, you don't want to be tanning it. No, to um, take advantage of this offer, give your own shower shave a go, redeem a free Harry's trial set, all you need to cover is three ninety five for delivery, try out, see what you think, you think you'll like it, just head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft to have your set delivered and start a shave plan yourself, your freebie will be added when you check out, that's harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft. Now every week we like to separate Tony Hart from Bret Hart as we bury and put all stuff for the world of wrestling. Right, Grado. You've been watching it. Well, I must admit, this week I kind of fell away from it. Oh, I don't think I've saw any. What about you? Are you up to date? Oh. I've been watching a wee bit of WWE, um, and I've been watching a wee bit of AEW. I've been kind of keeping on tap. I've been loving um, the Blackpool Combat Club uh, <laughs> business that's happening um, at AEW with Regal. Right. Um, did you see that promo? Did you see Regal's promo? Did you see it, John? I missed it. I heard it was cracking, though. Very good, man. Very, very good. And that, that just feels like that's a cool stable, Blackpool Combat Club. The, what they're trying to sell is a bit of violence. You know what I mean? A bit of rough. We're going to, Regal's a scary, people forget this. Regal can be a scary guy, and they're leaning on that heavily. My only problem, I think, with Blackpool Combat, Combat Club, the new, is who are they up against? They need, mm-hmm. there's, there's a kind of a lack of, um, Friction there of dramatic friction, uh, so we need we need somebody for them to fight against. But I'm really the, enjoying that. The yeah. only show, the only show, the only thing that I've saw I to cut you off was the stuff with Wardlaw and MGF. That is that is that that's good. That's very very entertaining. I saw him introduce Big Cass um, on Dynamite the other night. I thought that was very very entertaining. I actually really want to see. When are they are they going to fight at the next pay per view? Who Wardlaw and MGF? Wardlaw and MGF. I think so. <clears throat> Um, and he's a star, isn't he? Waldo. He's the man. Oh my god, he, I mean, is, he is! He is amazing. Man. Built, they built him really well. I think I mean, it's been a really good build for him. 
he is the best talker in wrestling, without a doubt. It's just this impressive stuff. Uh, and Asuka came back at WWE, and sadly, I'm sad to announce that she's came back with that kind of daft jumping about shouting gimmick, which I was not happy about that at all. That's my boxing. Uh, let's see what the punters are saying. Jose McNaldo wants to put over WWE stepping their game up. Alpha Academy are possibly the most entertaining act in wrestling at the minute. And it's refreshing to see them build new stars. Austin Theory could be the next Randy Orton with the way they're building them. And P.S. It's great to hear Rab is back. <laughs> uh, Ian Drew Dice Clay wants to put out Alessandro Del Piero for being a massive wrestling fan and Tiger Mask's mate. Whoa. Have you seen this video? No. I will. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Alessandro Del Piero talking about Tiger Mask. I want to watch, I want us all to watch the video that Ian Andrew Dice Clay shared of Young Rock. <laughs> or, oh, I watched it, I watched it. Or oh what about God. the one that, which we should maybe share on this? Let's, let's do a couple from Ian uh, through Dice Clay because he is short, shared a belt or a Hulk, from Hulk Hogan's karaoke party as well. Oh, that was hilarious as well. Yeah. That was funny. Well, let's see this. Let's see this. this. Is Del Piero. <laughs> ああ、だね。いや。いや。<笑><笑><笑><笑> <laughs> Come on now. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love that man. So he must have been just into his puro then. That's Bro. mad. Do you, John, do you know what that's weird? Remember we had Marco Negri? Hey, hey, Alessandro draft. Del Puro. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we had Marco Negri on the podcast and he was going on about how much he loved Eddie Guerrero and fucking. Yeah. Remember that? I I know it must be. I wonder if Marco Negri and Del Piero are pals and go to the wrestling together. Do you think I should ask Marco Negri if he knew that? Who, I should ask him who's a bigger wrestling fan, you or Del Piero? Maybe do that. Because I'm did he did he ever get capped, Negri? Uh, One or two, no, no, maybe no, maybe no, no, no. Um, but can I feel like it? No, that's amazing but can we also share the video which Ian Drew Dice Clay which you'll see on the Wrestling Daft Twitter stream yeah, of Hulk Hogan's karaoke party fuck it Ross finish get the fucking karaoke on <laughs> do you want to see this <laughs> do you see this Drab no I've not seen it but this is what it's like I mean <laughs> they must just have a lock in or not a lock in just near their concert look, watch there we go like, this is after Raw <laughs> this is after Raw right, so they've watched Raw they've watched Raw this is what they do they do every Monday night it's a wee karaoke night they're having the booze right. There we go, there's the Hulkster there. And that's Nick Hogan in it? Yeah. Is it? Or oh, maybe it's not. I it? think it is. Yeah. Oh, no. No, it's not. Oh, no, it's... This Hogan pretended to dance. Get Jim Hart tapping his knees and that what? 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 This is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan doesn't know what to do. <laughs> that just looks like a bad night out, doesn't it? <laughs> Look at Jimmy Hart's knee. Look at Jimmy Hart's knee. This is really awkward, isn't it? So who puts these videos out? Like him? 
Uh, no, they, 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 they do either. They, they face you. Look, I swear to God, Rob Wright, he's, he's like an old football player that owns an old boozer in like Benidorm, right? Oh, yeah. and he, he goes on Facebook, right, everybody, get your bodies down here. Nine o'clock, we'll get the karaoke on. Buy one, get one, free the drinks, don't miss it. Oh, the crew are coming. And that's what they do, literally. They, they, they watch Ron this and guy, what is he do? He's, this guy's loaded, man. What is he doing? Why is he doing that every night? Why is he no like traveling the world? Why is he no like living in the best places? And what is he doing? I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's getting old now. He's maybe like the company just sitting a wee couple of swallows on a Monday night, we Monday club. Good on him. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, right. So, but was there another video you were going to show us? Oh, no. It was the one we watched about that. Um, there was, the there young, was, rock there was young Rock. Did you watch the full episode? I'm, I'm desperate to see Cabana. I knew that Cabana was playing Brooklyn Brawler because he was in. New Zealand for about six months. I've not watched the full episode, but I, wa- I watched that wee clip and it just it looked like a porno or something, man. It was just weird. It was. It was, wasn't it? Have you got that, John? What's one's that? that you know, see if you go on uh, Dice Clay's Twitter. Right. I'm on, I'm on it. By the way, everyone follow Ian Drew Dice Clay. He's under Ian Drew the Giant on Twitter at the moment. He posts some phenomenal wrestling stuff. That's where um, you're going to get your content. No nah, here. No, no here. here. Yeah. You're not going to get a wrestling content here. Yeah. Right, so I'm looking for uh, the Just Young Rock, the, the trailer for the Young Rock, is that right? No, no, he, so he can I post the, 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 the locker room, the, the ro- Young yeah, Rock. That's, 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 that's locker room. Ran a lot of shit. I've got it, I've got it here, here we go. This is the Young Rock meeting the WWE locker <laughs> now, my room. my Uncle Tonga was a legend. Hey! Hey! Steve Austin, the man who revolutionized the wrestling business, and in my opinion, is the greatest of all time. Is that Goldberg? He was simply known as the Ringmaster. Uh, this is my first match. What? Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Did he just say this is his first match? I'm Dwayne Johnson. Nice to meet you. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And this guy, who looked like he was late for a fox hunt, would one day become. Now Triple H is one of my closest friends in wrestling, but back then we were planting the seeds on what would grow into a classic rivalry. You know, in a few months I should be Intercontinental Champion. Nice. That's the same title Don Morocco let me wear when I was 10. It feels really good. You'll like it. Nice. When I win, I'll make sure to send you an autographed picture. Maybe you can sell it. Buy some matching ring gear. Nice. Hey, it's Rocky's kid, Mick Foley. Heard about you winning tonight. Tough break. Don't sweat it. Go out there, do your thing, have some fun. Meanwhile, I'm pretty sure I'm getting fired. How weird is this, man? Hey, we see that. We see that. Undertaker, man, is. I was in total awe of his presence. I had only heard him say the words "rest in peace." So what came out of? I definitely seen this Undertaker at Mary Hill Town Hall. For the rest of my life. I just uh, wanted to introduce myself and show my respect. I'm Dwayne Johnson. I'm wrestling in tonight's dark match. Go tear it up, kid. Make him remember you. 
it, it's baffling to me this like so I'll for like one hear, thing I would like to hear your thoughts Rob for one thing right why have they no got men that look like men normal sized men and it, why does everybody look like tiny wee skinny guys I mean the Rock's one of the execs on this show he knows what wrestlers are meant to look like what is going on there why, why is there no some big dude playing the Undertaker for example I mean, even the, the ring, I know that Steve Austin had hair a wee bit when he done the ringmaster, but that guy's got a full heater here, hasn't Aye. he? Aye, it's just weird, man. It's just, it feels weird. I suppose it's no for wrestling fans, that show, though, is it, as far? But then, no. why would they even be going, Down I'm here, working the dark match. Yeah, all your art part. What, who's it for? I'm working the dark who's match. Who's it for, Rock? That's what I'm asking. Who's it mm. for? Right, anyway, let's get back to what people are burying and what people are putting out. Um, Beppe wants to put all Dax versus Cash and Dynamite last week. Great match filled with Brett versus own spots. And wants to bury the dueling Enzo chance at Dynamite. The guy's super talented on the mic deserves a second chance. Now he's been exonerated from the issues which led to his WWE release. Paul wants to put our ICW bards, especially my boys Jason Reed and Thatcher's cabinet. Also a certain video that played before the show and the pop that it received. Welcome back, Grado. Um, and Paul wants to bury that rotten 24-7 wedding on Raw last week. And the fact they had a long recap video on this week's Raw. They love a wedding. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But it's new. As we were talking about Grado's return to ICW there, it's a the perfect time for the running. Um, because there's no listeners coming in this time. I wanted to chat with Grado. I wanted to catch up with Grado. All about the, for the love of wrestling convention that he was at or about his ICW return um, all of that stuff Grado welcome to Wrestling Daft how are you? Hi guys What are you up to? What is it you? So what is it you day mate? <coughs> what? What is it you day like for a living? Uh, I am a You list your 20 jobs now Professional wrestler What was it somebody asked me that the other day and I tried to crack a joke and it didn't work I was in the bank and we are trying to get a joint bank account what, what, is your, what would you say is your main... I guess you're a radio presenter now is your main occupation uh, now, Grey. Uh, I guess you've got to classify yourself as a radio presenter, actor, wrestler. Was the woman was going, who, what, what do you do for a job? You're self-employed. And I says, oh, are we in a hang? So she says, well, I need to know what is it you do. I says, well, wrestler, actor, radio, uh, you name it, I do it. I says, I'm a bit like Michael Barrymore without the pool. <laughs> Trying to be funny. <laughs> and, 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 and she went, what? I went, ah, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> Was that a was that a young was that a young lassie? Was that a young lassie? No, it was an old woman called Sheena. And she went, I'm gonna ask the lassies to see if they can you outside. I went, aye. Okay. You call yourself a broadcaster. Aye, a broadcaster. A broadcaster is better than saying like a radio presenter or whatever. Entertainer. 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 I would say broadcaster and entertainer. Right, okay. What would you say? You're a writer. A writer. Right. That sounds well better, but then a writer that sounds that's posh, man. Former director, you know, musical theatre actor singer you're a singer Singer. Um, right so tell me all about the love of wrestling thing tell me who was there 
and more importantly, who you were cutting about with, because that's what it's all doing to you, isn't it? Well, so, I mean, it was brilliant. I, I, I wrapped up the radio on the Friday. I jumped in the train. The good people doing it for the love of wrestling got me first class. <laughs> You know about this, John? I know about this, but Rab doesn't know about the story what about what happened in the train. Well, so I, I left Glasgow and I was in the carriage myself, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, this is brilliant. I got the the, the laptop out. I started watching uh, John Wayne Gacy, uh, the documentary on Netflix. He's, I watched uh, it all night as well, eh? Well, definitely in my top three serial killers. He's up there. Um, and I didn't know they had tapes of him talking, did you? But that was news to me. Like, Aye, I knew about John that. Wayne Gacy before, but I didn't know there were tapes of him talking in that. I think what, what was surprising me is every, it was always been about the clown killer. He wasn't really much a clown, was he? He done it once or twice. He was barely he? a clown. He was, was a barely clown, a clown. Occasionally a clown. I liked that about the documentary that was more about there was kind of more to him than I expected. And his story, because he's always like, anytime I've kind of read about him in the past, he's always been made to be like, that's like you say, like a monstrous killer clown. Annoy that this is you felt mayor. This is a real guy here. Not I mean, he was really twisted. I mean, he he wanted to kill, and he the, what really shook me. It was horrible when he was talking about how you know if I pay for something, aka a prostitute, then I own that. And if I want to break it, I'll break it. You buy something at the shop, see if you want. You buy something for the shop, right. and you break it. It's up to you if you do it. And it's like the same with prostitute. It was horrible. It was Surely anybody out there can be surprised that as we start this interview. About Grado's weekend, uh, the Love of Wrestling convention. It segues off into a five-minute talk about uh, John Wayne Gacy. You're <laughs> <laughs> killing. Right, well, so you're on a train. Right? On the train right. And these, the, uh, so we leave Glasgow Central, um, and these a group of eight guys and between twenty and thirty year old, right, with tattoos and all that, right, and they all had bevy. And I thought, oh my god, this. I'm going to, this is going to be quite... You're not allowed to drink on the train anymore, it's against oh, the Which law. I didn't know, which I totally didn't know. I think it's maybe just a Scott, is it not a Scott Rail thing? Yeah, aye, aye, maybe, maybe. I mean, I know you can't you can drink on the train if you're going to a sporting event and back. You're not allowed to go to, uh, on the Aviva, or the, Aviva, the, the ones going down south are all right to drink on. Right, But it's well, just Scott Rail. I had a bottle of wine. But anyway, I was sitting there and uh, I thought, oh, here we go, it's going to end up being quite rowdy. I thought I'm never going to get to see this documentary. And then it was about 10 minutes later, I looked around and I thought there's not much noise coming for these people. So about 10 minutes after we left, I thought they're not really making much noise for, you know, having bottles of butt fast and bottles of mad dog and stuff like that. And uh, I turned around and I realised they were all deaf. These guys were all deaf and they were all going to a, a deaf convention in Liverpool. So they were all steaming, but they in sign language to each other? Yes, yes, aye. Well, I felt bad because I thought to myself, oh, these these people are going to be rowdy because how the boat was a bucky and whatever. But they were they were absolutely brand new, and I sat, and uh, obviously I was kind of uh, talking to them and showing them what I knew in sign language and stuff like that. They were great, although two of them, two of the gang, ended up fighting. You're joking. They, they were fighting on the train, and they got put off at Preston the two guys, and the two of them had been mute since birth, and, you know, they hardly spoke They hardly spoke a word or heard anything since birth. They were, like, really, you know, they're really quite seriously deaf. Um, but they were going to do it at a deaf convention, but they were great folk, a, a, a pitch away. It was just, just that way, I, I felt bad that when I saw them walking through, I thought they were going to be bothered because they had the drink and that, but they were, they were all brand new, they were great. So shout out to the, the boys that I met doing the train. I hope they had a great weekend. In fact, one of them actually showed up to the, the wrestling convention on the Sunday. Um, so there was that. 
I came off the chain. I must admit, I was blitter coming off the chain and I get picked up. You didn't have anything on the Friday night, though, did you? No, I had nothing on the Friday night. No, nothing on the Friday night. And I get trained straight to the hotel. And the first person I bumped into was Errol Hemner in the, in the hotel and uh, gave we Errol a, 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 a cuddle and all that. And he's gone. He basically never had a, a charger for his phone. He never had the right socket thing, right? I was going, come on, Errol, I'll take you up the stair. I'll show you what today. So we're up the stair. And Errol's just a wee cutie, man. Do you know that way? He was like, he was showing me this referee shot that he had made and he'd got like the Liverpool badge sewn onto it. And he was going, they're going to love it here, right? They're going to love that. They're going to... I'm going, oh, they are going to love that, Errol. They're going to love it. See, when they see that badge on you, they are going to... Honestly, they're going to love you. <laughs> You're just a wee soul, do you know that way? What age is he now? What age is he now? 72. Wow. 72, aye. I think he's 72. And his twin brother, who's really no keeping well, actually, he's... Dave, He's um, he's got Alzheimer's. He's really quite unwell. Oh, so shit, really. about that. And then we went down into the the lobby and I sat with um, the shopmaster, Errol Hemner. Um, I'd never met Fred before. He was brand new. Sat with uh, Lanny Poffel, who I've met a few times. We've done an interview together. Did he remember you? Did he, no, like, did he remember the chat? I, I went, of course I remember you. Of course I remember you. I got something for you. Oh, Flower of Scotland. What? What's about to say Flower of Scotland again? When will um, we see right, you? When will we see your likes again? again. He went, Grado, or Flower of Scotland, when will we see your legs again? And give us a stay. Oh, no, that's a fucking prayer, isn't it? <laughs> 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 what the fuck are you saying? But you can't, oh, Scotland. What died for? <laughs> You're wee bit hill and glen, and stood against him. Against who? Proud Edward's <laughs> army. He was doing all that, right? He was fucking aye, aye, aye. He was brand new. So I sat with him. Then old JR come down, he come down. Old Crabber asked JR, man. Was he Crabber? He was all right at first, man. He's like, I'm you know, good to see you. It was everything brand new, good talking away. Then the nasty boys came down, and uh, I kind of made an ass of myself for the nasty boys. Or why why we try to like get into the realm pits, not it? No, do you know that way I had, I was two bottles of wine down, and I thought to myself, I'm not going to get involved. Two bottles of wine now, for mm. fuck's sake, man. It was one bottle of wine a minute ago. You <laughs> did talk point, about his micro penis, did you, Grady? No, no, I never. I, I feel bad, but I was a, I was a pain in the and I just know I was a pain in the ass. And there was, you could tell, the, the, I tried to stop myself from talking shite to them, but eventually I started talking, talking rubbish. And, you know, I'd done something that you just can't recover for, I feel. Um, but what I'd done, it's the loneliest place in the world, mate, but I was, I had calmed myself down, right? What's the I loneliest nobody, place in the world? Well, I stood up and I dropped bevy everywhere. <sighs> on the table, didn't I? Stood up, drinks oh everywhere, God. on GR's knees, <gasps> fucking Brian Nobbs' <gasps> crutches. You know what I mean? What the fuck, man? Oh what my the fuck, dude? What the fuck, man? I'm going, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Get in that way, and you just, you can't, I just feel as if you can't recover for that. Aye. Dude, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm, going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. By the way, I wasn't TNA. <laughs> Get on, mate. Aye, so, aye. Really, really bad. And then, he, I could tell I was rabbiting on to Brian Nobbs, and you could tell he couldn't be fucked with me, and he's going, aye, 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 cool, right? And I'm going, you're not listening to me, eh? I'm going, you're not listening to me? He's going, what? Dude, you're just, you're too much, bro. You're too much. You're too much? <laughs> so there's a guy, a guy, this is a, a guy that was, this is a guy that was in the WWF locker room in the 80s. It's mm. saying to Grado, you're too much. Well, well it, it kind of got worse, right? So I don't know if I should say this, but 
Right, so there was there was a guy in a, in a wheelchair. I can't remember his name. I spoke. He was he was lovely, a great guy. I spoke to his sister on Facetime. She was, was a big two doors down fan, right? So I was talking away to her. So he kind of was sitting at the table ways as well. And I was oh, being, was he part of the convention? Ah, uh, he was there. He was there. He was part. Right. Of, he, he was there, kind of just like, taking in the weekend. But what a lovely guy you'll never meet. Um, and he was well sitting, and of course Brian Nobbs is telling me to calm down, and everybody is telling me to calm down, and Jerry Sags is calling me a big Scottish dildo and all this horrific party. I was getting wound up, and then at one point, I, 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 this was daft, but the the guy's wheelchair um, was the, the acceleration thing was a thing, and he's on the um, the the what would you call it? The handlebar. The handlebar was the accelerator, and I went, "What is that?" They kind of hang like that, and I pressed in the handlebar. And the guy's wheelchair went flying into Brian Nobbs's knees. <laughs> Which, I, 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 honestly, it was just daft. And of course, Brian Nobbs goes, what the fuck are you doing, man? And everybody's going, what happened? What happened? So while he's explaining to everybody else, the motherfucker fucking put the wheelchair in my legs, man. It's my fucking bad leg, right? But while he's doing that, I, I said to the boy, I says, can you take the heat for this and say that your horn slipped? And he went, Brian, just, Brian, just to let you know. He says, sorry, I've pressed that by accident there. And the guy went, oh, right, okay, right, okay. And I thought, I can't believe I got that poor guy to take the blame for doing that. Anyway, so I, so then at one point, I know, I felt as if I had to ask Errol Hemmer as well about fucking his brother. I went, how's your brother, Dave? And Jay went, way to go, fucking Grado. Way to go. He's got fucking dementia. What do you, how, do you, how the fuck do you think he is? Way to go, Grado. Good job, Grado. What the hell the fuck do you think he is? I'm sorry, I just thought... You just fucking made an arse of myself, you know that way? And then I put a video, didn't I put a video in the chat, me shouting across to Jerry Sags. I was an arsehole to that guy. But don't get me wrong, I paid for it the rest of the weekend, man. They really, really... All weekend they were shouting their stuff at me and taking a piss when my line wasn't busy and they went for me. In fact, so the next morning I woke up and Road Dog was there and it's uh, first time I'd met Road Dog, but Billy got introduced me to him and stuff like that. And how was he? Yeah. How was he, Road Dog? Road Dog's brand new. He he was the man. Um, and so, uh, but Jerry Sags came down for breakfast, and of course Jerry Jerry Sags is walking by, and he goes, "You, you fucking," and he started playing, stretching my cheek and like playing with my ear and slapping me and all that, like bullying me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just sat there like a wee pussy, just taking it and didn't know doing nothing right. So he walked away, and Road Dog's going, "Hey, Grado." You gonna put up with that shit, man? <laughs> what? This is amazing. He's <laughs> like, I don't like shit like that, man. You, those motherfuckers used to do that with me, man. But I put a stop to that. I don't like seeing shit like that. I was like, well, what do you expect me to? Do? I'm not gonna start. I'm still fucking kicking, kicking fuck out of my convention, am I? Because I kind of did that. I goes, look, I was an asshole to them last night. I'm just gonna put up with you, dude. Just don't put up with that, man. Don't put up with that. So then we all get fucking good on him, man. Uh, he was he was he was brand new. He was a really really nice guy, but it was weird. I, I did have a wee bit. I uh, like um, there was one point where we all get like trans transported to the convention, and I'm sitting in like a van with Tory Wilson, Trish Stratus, JBL, Kurt Angle, and all that. And I'm, I'm in the back with my like, Gradle hat and all that, my tracksuit. <laughs> Where the van go? Where the van sat down? It's quite it was quite awkward, man. Um, and then, so the convention was brilliant. I mean, Sting was there, and the lines were fucking massive, and just it was absolutely. So who, who had the who had the biggest line? I would say Sting, man. Stinger. Sting, because he was only there for four hours. 
and Kurt Angle had a pretty pretty long queue as well. But everybody's line was massive, and it took me like for everybody's. Well, apart from mine, mine's was not. In, in, in the first day, I will put my hand up and say there was nobody, hardly empty at my table. But it was because a lot of you know that I'm trying to make excuses for myself. I'm not daft. There's fucking sting where the lines could. You want to see sting? Who the fuck cares about me? Do you know what I mean? So it didn't really kick in for me until like later on the Saturday once everybody had got their sting pictures and their ah, yeah, angle but pictures. That's the thing, isn't it? It's and like... folk were coming up and brand new. Bray Wyatt was amazing as well. He was he was Bray Wyatt was great as well. I was talking away to him and so how's he doing? How's he looking? I know, was he... I said to him? What was I saying he was talking about? <laughs> I feel as if sometimes I can't keep up with Americans, right? Because I feel as if they talk too intelligent to me, right? Do you know that way, right? So Fucking uh, Bray Wyatt's talking to me. He's going, you've been away from wrestling, right? I'm going, ah, I've been away for two years. Like, we're talking. He's going, you know, he's like, just having the anxiety, man, to get back out there and what people want. You know, we as characters, you know, I've done that fiend, fiend gimmick, but, you know, the matches were shit. I didn't enjoy it. It was the same shit every month. And, blah, blah, blah. and I just went, hey, but come on, man, your mask was scary, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I goes, your mask was a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> your mask was scary, but <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. Do you know what I mean? It was fucking awful. That's man. interesting, though, that he says, oh, the, the matches were shit in it. Because it's yeah, like. Because this is that was always my fucking problem with Bray Wyatt. was like, like oh, that's not the matches are crap. But, and it's interesting that he knows that as well. Like, he wants. Mm. Oh, God, it's interesting, man. I wonder how he'll come back. I hope the guy has just that's a talented guy. I hope he does. It's just a, there's a lot of folk that just they just don't know what I mean. Like, obviously, I was talking to Big um, Braun Strowman about control your narrative and stuff like that. And he showed up in the, the Saturday night, he showed up as a, an entrant in the Rumble, which was a, a really good surprise. But um, the, the highlight for me was doing the match. So, odd, odd day, I'm going, fuck me, I need to wrestle tonight. This is the worst. Do you know the way I was rough? Folk hate me. I was like, this is just, I can't deal with this today. And you know, that way, I'm like, right, okay. So the the, the event starts. I only had like half an hour to, to kind of like see who I was wrestling. But luckily I was with Joey Hayes and Danny Hope, who are just complete pros. And they're like, oh, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Just for, I'm like, right, watch it for the elbow. We'll just watch for the elbow. And uh, so we're just about to go at this eight-man tag match. Anthony Go goes in the match as well. And I'm like on the brink. I'm on the absolute brink. And uh, I'm just about to go to the curtain and I see JBL, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, uh, MV, no MVP, what'd you call him? MGF. MGF, MGF, uh, Ken, all, all the big dogs sitting watching the show. I went, oh, for fuck's sake. I was like, why are they still here? I was like, why are you the bar? Ken, that way, I thought, I don't oh, watch yeah. this. No, that way, I was like, I can't take this. I can't take the pressure. So I went out, done my entrance. And do you know that way, done my entrance, whatever, and I'm doing my gaga, I'm doing my kind of daft stuff, playing with the referee, and I turn around and look at the crowd, the wrestlers. Aye. And they were all pissing themselves and smiling and laughing. And I thought, fuck this, man, I've got them. You know that way? Aye, aye, and I aye. felt, I felt, oh, I'm going to, this is all for them. And I know this is a weird way of thinking, but I felt as if I performed for them. Do you know what I mean by that? This is a lot. A lot of people, when they're going out and doing any kind of live stuff, they kind of visualise in their head one person in the audience or one person that they know is going to be there or whatever, and they're doing it for them. I, I just thought they're, they're going to appreciate the way my psychology is going to be for the, you know, stunning on the apron and getting the hot tag. And I, I just thought 
I've got to do, I've got to do this spot on. And don't get me wrong, man, I get hot tag, come in, house of fire, bang, 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 bang. I get cut off with some kind of gaga comedy spot that stopped everything. And then the finish came, and at the end, we done the dance, and I just looked around and I seen that they're all fucking they're all dancing like a prayer. <laughs> and I came, and I, you know, I was meant to, I was supposed to do interval photos right away, but my head, my ego, I'm like, I want to know what they think right away. So I went out the ring, came out through the curtain, and I fucking stood there, GBL, don't talk about that. GBL went, my man, that's the biggest lot of shit I've ever, I'm only kidding, that was fucking awesome, shoot my horn. <laughs> She says, nice. that was brilliant. But Billy Gunn says, end the show. End the show. He says, we're not going to get any higher than that. Road Dog went, that was brilliant. Beautiful, I, beautiful. I, I could yeah. honestly feel like great and see just because, and I know I sound like a punter for myself telling you this, and, but I, honestly, I, I, I could regret the way how, how they were, like GBL tell me. He says, man, you remember me of uh, uh, Dick Murdoch. You're, you're Dick Murdoch, man. You remind me. And I'm going, oh, I've got the same figure as him. I've known. He goes, no, I'm being <laughs> serious, man. That's a good compliment. That's a great compliment. And it was, see, just because I've been away for wrestling and you always respect, think about... Respect for your peers, mate. Respect mate, it was nothing better. Peers. I'm no joking. I just felt fucking excellent. I did. I really, really, really enjoyed wrestling. It was brilliant to get back. It was out, there was one part when I'm lying on the deck and I'd done everything. Do you know what I mean? And I was waiting on the finish happening with a go-go in the middle and I'm going, fuck, I have missed this, man. You know what I mean? I'm going, this is gallus. I was like, this is where I need to be. I'm loving this. Aye, aye. So... Done that, and then the Sunday as well. Sunday was 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 great as well. Sat and you know, just kind of chilled out with some of the wrestlers and stuff like that. But it was it was brilliant, man. It was good to see all the Yanks. It was good to see all the fans. So bring it on. Right. So tell us about ICW. Then when did you? So where did you shoot that wee promo? We we done it at the the asylum just about two days before the, the before you headed off. Aye, uh, before I headed off, because I thought and, and, I'm, and come, I'm, did that did that all come together quite short notice? I think it did. I because I. I'd, Attempted to come back at the square goal, but I couldn't do it. Um, I had too much on suffering away in that, but I just miss. I, I, I just Shug's house party is always a great event, and it's early two days again in the summer at the O2 Academy. Big crowd. I, mean, I want to get involved in it again, man. I do. And what's your? We don't know what's going to happen. Do you know what you're doing yet? I don't know. I generally don't know what I'm doing yet. I generally don't know what I'm doing yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. Well, there's wee, bit, wee bits and bobs, wee ideas. But is that a discussion that's happening? Aye, discussion. Mm-hmm. Because wrestling's kid on, so... <laughs> wrestling's kid on? Wrestling's kid on. Grado, that was an amazing interview, mate. What are you going to do now for the rest of the night? Well, I've got Grado's big family wrestling bash tomorrow. If you want to go to it, 2pm kick-off, pavilionfeater.co.uk. Some of the best in British wrestling are going to be on the show. I must admit, I'm stressing out, mate. I'm really stressing out because it's just... With COVID and stuff like that, the potential people pulling out and I'm flying people up and, you know, getting people to their digs and knowing where people need to be and the so car you deal, and stuff. You de- are you dealing with that yourself? You've not got anybody dealing, de- no, dealing with that? No, I do everything. I do everything. So you, I make, book, you make, book the digs and all that? And... Book the digs, book the wrestlers, book everything. I do everything. I, I need to get all the cues and stuff to the production guys because I've got music, got music videos. Get, there's, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening on it because I like it to be... I like a lot of that, a lot of stuff to happen in it. I don't like it just being matches. I like because I always think to myself, there's moms and dads that don't want to be there, right? They don't. They've seen one match and that's it, right? What's happening now? Aye. It needs to be fast paced, quick matches, fucking goodie versus the body, big guys, wee guys, high flyers, you know, uh, the female wrestling as well, stuff like that. A wee bit for everybody. So variety. 
Variety, yeah. man, exactly it. Variety, variety. And if you want to be on the run-in, your best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our World Heavyweight Champs get first dibs, IC Champs get second, and Cruiserweight Champions get third. Get in patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get yourself involved. You just made the list! Uh, now, bigger than Kevin Nash, it's the list of wrestling daft. This week, it was between the greatest WCW champions and the best pay-per-views out with the big four, and it was the best pay-per-views that won it. Um, best pay-per-views outside the big four, man. Fuck's sake. That's a tricky one. Gredo, any thoughts on this? I always like backlash. You know any specific backlash? Oh, they- <laughs> no, but I don't understand. Is it supposed to be a specific one? I'm not, I need to be honest, I'm not a big fan of tables, ladders and chairs. No, I don't like any of the events where the full night is dedicated to one... You know what I mean? If it's Hell in a Cell, I don't like that. I don't like when lockdown TNA, they've done it all, the, the, the one type. I don't like that. I miss King of the Ring, though. I do miss King of the Ring. I liked King of the Ring. The problem is there's too many titles in the WWE now, so that would mean nothing being King of the Ring. Because the big thing back in the day was the winner of the King of the Ring gets a title show at SummerSlam, wasn't it? Aye. Oh. I think so, aye. Um, I miss that. Um... Money, Money in the Bank 2011. CM Punk and and Cena, that whole uh, thing was that main event was fucking amazing. It's probably one of my all time favorite wrestling matches. That I always have a I always have a fond I have a fondness for uh, St Valentine's Day Massacre. Aye, just purely because the name for one thing, the fact they called it that. Um, Big Show turning up. Aye. Stone Cold getting flung through the cell and then falling up and winning the match with, with, with their fingers up and all that. Aye. Just a scary, because it was right in the smack bang in the middle of that attitude. It was an exciting time. Valentine's Day massacre. These ones stick out in my head. See ones that only the generic titles, like see Tuesday in Texas as well, sticks in my head as well. Taboo Tuesday. Aye, but, but what was the, um, what was the bloody, the, the kind of, Electronic internet one they used to do, remember? Cyber Sunday. Cyber Sunday, fuck me, man. Is this match going to be a hair versus hair, a ladder match, or a and you would two vote? out of three falls? Aye. That was mental, man. And I think that was all shoot, wasn't it? Aye, I think so. Because I noticed the story about Shelton Benjamin was, in, was never expected to be picked, and they basically called it on the fly that he was to win the match near the end of it. There was a story about it. They called to the referee, right? Shelton's gone over to win the IC title. I'm sure it was. I love a, I love a Halloween Havoc. Mm. I always loved a Halloween Havoc back in the day when, when WCW used to make a bit of an effort and it looked like a proper, like, like a ghost train, like a Halloween party. Um, I don't know. This is, a, this is a tough list. Let's see what the punters are saying. Um, so let's see. Let's see. Who's this first person here? I've not written their name. Sorry. Hey, right, let's move on to the next one. JR says Unforgiven 2006. What a show. Kieran says, For some reason, I always love going back and watching Vengeance 2006. Mm. RVD and Edge have a banger. Cena versus Sabu is a lot of fun. And Randy Orton versus Kurt Angle is just class. Yeah, there's a couple of weird ones when the rest of the card, but overall, a pretty good show. Says Kieran. Matty says TLC 2010. Think Sheamus beat Triple H for the title. I love how Matty says that's his favourite ones. TLC 2010. He says, I think Sheamus beat Triple H for the title. Fuck knows, man. <laughs> Fuck knows what happened in that, man. It's my favourite. Andy, Andy says, In your house, beware of the dog. Aye. Um, Brian says, Great balls of fire. 
Joan Brock. Uh, and Big Mash is no way out. 2001, 02, We're all better. There's a big no way out fan there. Remember the posters used to be good and all. Remember posters used to be better than they're new. Like, now the posters are always the kind of generic, just fucking wrestlers stunning their posters. That's interesting, interesting you say that, Rab, because there was like, um, obviously, we shops. That was another thing, I know. Oh, hi. Wait to tell you. Rab, did you came out boat? What? Right, so there was a guy at this convention. There was a guy at the convention selling replica wrestling belts. No, he wasn't right, selling I mean, them. There was a guy showing them. Have I not shown you? Have I not showed you this, Rab? No, I don't think so. Right, so mate, I, I was obsessed with replica belts when I was a boy, right? And see through doing wrestling, I get desensitized to do the belts. Do you know what I mean? I never really bothered with it until at this convention, somebody had like a Harley Race signed NWA title. Somebody had a, an original Reggie Parks fucking uh, winged eagle belt. There was honestly the belts were amazing, right? And there was uh-huh. one that I really, really liked. It was the blue. Remember Kane won the WWF title? In 1998, and it was sort of blue. Uh, Austin g- g- given it the night after WrestleMania 14. Oh, aye. Wait, man, right. you did send me a picture of this, didn't you? Aye. Well, listen, I found a wee guy in East Cobride. Within a couple of days, I went to his house and I bought it. You want to see it? Let me show you the night. Aye, we got it. This is a cracker. How much oh. was it? His earphones are up. A... I think it was 300 quid. Well, while Grade was away, Rap, it was Jose McNaldo who came in with the best known big uh, four pay per views Backlash 2000, Judgment Day 2000, Undertaker Return. And number three was Armageddon 2000, Jose McNaldo. Rob, look at us, bad boy. Look at that. It's a cracker, isn't it? Look at that. What? Look at the sign. Look at that. That's beautiful. I know a cracker or what? That's a real deal, mate. That's it. Get the Patreon and see my new belt. WWF, block logo, 1998. Because, and it's a, it's a, you know, it's obviously a bootleg, but it was made in Pakistan where the copyrights don't extend to Pakistan, so it's completely legal. So it's made of real leather, real gold. That is something else, isn't it? What a beautiful belt, man. Come on, you buggery. What a beautiful belt. Anyway. Um, Speaking of the posters thing there, Grado, I just... So there was a guy selling posters. Aye. And I thought, oh my God, that looking back, it's a bit like having like a transplant poster or a Scarface poster when you... See, like the No Way Out 2000 poster, aye, or the Rumble. Ah, you're bang on with that, mate. Yeah, because I just like I was just looking back there at the St Valentine's Day massacre poster, which and then you get Vince stone in there, hoarding the roses with the thorns. I've made them bleed, and the blood's all running down his horn. It's a fucking brilliant poster, man. Uh, so listen, everybody, there's more content at patreoncom wrestling daft this is how you can get involved in our Discord if you're a Patreon. Chat to us and the rest of the community. I'm going to jump on the Discord and see what's happening this weekend. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to be planning to sit about the house a lot the second half of the year, so I need to talk to people. The best way to get involved is sign up for one of your tiers at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. So if you fancy that, becoming one of your patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We'd love to welcome you to the roster. And you can still get some merch, some t-shirts at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Right now, folks, that, well, folks, that's it for Wrestling Daft. It's great to be back. We're up and running. We're back in, in, in the game as the season of the wrestling picks up again. We are back on the reg, on the regular. As a, When I say season, I don't mean football season. We don't care about football here. Wrestling. It's all about wrestling on this show. 
Gredo, um, an absolute pleasure again as ever. I'm going to start uh, watching the wrestling now that my tour's done. I'm going to be watching the wrestling like mad, so I can come on here and shame you with all my knowledge about all the, all the guys and all the ladies of the you know, world of professional wrestling. How, just quickly before you go, how are you finding Cody's run on Raw? Because I've kind of fell away the last couple of weeks. I think they're, they're booking him super strong, man. They're booking mm. him really strong. They're booking him like a star. So obviously, some conversations have taken place. Obviously, Cody's went, Vince, I'm only coming back if you if you book me where I feel I should be booked. So I've been quite impressed by it. And, you know, he's, uh, he's I think, next his next match, he's wrestling Rollins again, I believe. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's going to be great again. Rollins is just great, man. Rollins is just great. And I have to say, man, I, I like, yeah, I love Becky's looking on it. I know she's gone for things. Are, actually, things have perked up on the WWE side for me of late, if I'm being honest, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, my only frustration maybe being that Finn Balor is, is kind of not... In the picture. Not really in the picture. Well, he's kind of back in. He he's kind of back in the picture a wee bit. Ah, AJ, I think that's probably the way because AJ Styles is not doing anything and Finn Balor isn't doing anything. So it looks like they're kind of going to do a kind of bullet club uh, thing on Raw. Something Raw. seems to be happening there, developing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, he was. They had him showing his arse a wee bit for a few months, you know what I mean? So it's good to see. Hopefully, the, top, the corner's getting turned on that. Um, and I just want to say, I didn't put this over and I should have put it over back in the bit but this Ezekiel stuff um, hilarious I'm, I'm fucking loving it man it's the best mate I'm I loving need to, it I need to, I need to uh, catch up on it but for what I saw the last couple of weeks no this this guy right has came back right Elias has came back as Ezekiel and it's not just that he's wearing different gear nor that. he wrestles different and everything right. he's, he's wrestling different and it's amazing seeing people reacting and being like fuck's sake man this guy's actually a brilliant wrestler. Aye, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, I just think it's really, it's really great. It's really funny. I'm, I think he's, I think he's brilliant at it. And I've got a feeling. Hopefully, I think he's getting a vibe of a guy. I think Vince probably loves. He's looking on it. Hundred percent. I think Vince looks at this guy and goes, "I love this guy." You know, what I mean? mate, that's the exact same. I think the trunks, the hair all slipped back, clean shaven. Aye, it looks right great. Amazing, street, amazing body and all that. Guy can talk. No bother. Just has a kind of look about him. He has a twinkle in his eye. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I liked him. I liked him when he was Elias. I like this even better, man. I think this is with something big could be happening here. That's that's I, a wrestling I, daft. I was going to say, do you know what next week? You know what actually we're going to be talking about? Cody interview with Austin drops tonight. Oh, oh right. okay, cookies. Okay, cookies. Yeah, that'll be a good watch. That's going to be an interesting watch to see what they dig into there because Cody is a smart guy man it's good I enjoy listening to Cody talk so um, okay well it's been a pleasure guys yep up the road and it's yourself good luck tomorrow Grado all the best um, mate cheers and, uh, and John good luck editing this together and take note of Grado's terrible non-politically correct part <laughs> <laughs> it's yourself it's yourself audio frontier Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.